0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Sometimes I ask you, who are you? And you know the answer to that question. Today we're going to ask four questions. What are you? Who are you? Who made you, and why? We're going to look at, think about the four causes, the four traditional ways that Western philosophers and theologians have dealt with the question, why? Explaining change, explaining movement, explaining the thing that is in front of me. And so the first question has to do with what? The material cause. What are you made of? the material cause has to do with the th- the things that 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 are your ingredients you could say the second cause that is dealt with is the formal cause the the manner in which all of this is p- put together the third cause that we deal with is the efficient cause the, th- the The thing or the person that's actually making these things happen. And the fourth cause is the final cause, or the the purpose, the end, or in Greek, the telos. For us, to make it really simple, the what, who, who did it, and what your purpose is, is your body, your soul, God, and your glory. What are you? You're human. Who are you? You're son of God, you're daughter of God, you're child of God by baptism. But that's, that's the reality of Christians, right? We're, we're children of God by adoption and baptism. But we start out as human beings, just like everyone else. What are you? You're a human, with a human body. But what makes you alive? Your soul, your human soul. Who made you? God. And why did he make you? To become a saint. What, how, who, and why? Consider these four questions as we begin Lent. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Who's going to do it? And why are you going to do it? Jesus Christ doesn't even think for a second that we're not going to pray, we're not going to fast, and we're not going to give alms. That's a given. He's telling us how we're going to do it. So what are you going to do? Pray, fast, give alms. How are you going to do it? That's up to you. I can't tell you that. How we are going to fast? Well, today I can't tell you how we're going to fast. But for the rest of the season of Lent, what are you going to fast from? Maybe your phone, maybe YouTube, maybe your computer, maybe the radio, maybe the magazines that you don't need to read, maybe staying up late and watching TV when you could be going to bed early and waking up early. Or instead of thinking about the things that you ought not be doing, think about the things that you really would prefer to do and what's getting in the way of that. Sometimes it's easier not to just think of the habit that I want to give up, think about the habit that I want to adopt. So instead of thinking about, I want to stop saying these words or I want to stop sounding like this, think, this is how I want to speak to people, this is how I want to treat people, this is how I want to sound. Instead of thinking just about the, the manner in which I waste time, think about the way I want to use time. What, the how, who, who's going to do it? Again, that's you. You're going to do it. Now, it helps to be doing it together, doesn't it? It helps that we're doing it at the same time. But it's still you that's going to be doing it. A few generations ago, every Christian fasted every day of Lent, except for Sundays. So it was pretty wired in what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Now, even more of it is up to you. But the point of it is that it was helpful for everyone to be doing it together. And it's not just individuals that happen to be doing it at the same time, but we're the body of Christ Trying to be more worthy of the mysteries that we celebrate. (coughs) That sort of gets into the last question. Why? Why? Your glory. To be a saint. To be more like we will be in heaven, even before we get there. To be more like God who made us and loves us, who redeemed us and saved us. And that might be the helpful place to begin. Because really, the final cause, the end, the telos, the purpose, that's really the very first thing that comes to mind. Why am I doing this? And we'll tie that back into the third cause. Who's doing it? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing Lent? Why am I doing what I'm about to be doing? Whenever we begin any good work, we should have a purpose. And part of that purpose for Christians is to have an intention. For whom will I offer this up? Who will benefit from this? You hear it at mass. This mass is being offered for the intention of or for the repose of. But it's not just mass that's offered up for a particular intention. Everything we do should be offered up for an intention. So this is my suggestion, not a rule, but a suggestion. As you begin Lent today, have someone in particular in mind that you want to be offering this up for. Because when, when, when Lent is just simply a matter of, well, I want to be less bad, or I want to be better, or I want to be perfect, it's about me. At some point, we'll be so far along the way spiritually that it simply will just be for God and just simply out of love and simply out of gratitude. But uh, um, I think those people don't have to go to church anymore because they're in heaven already. Most of us have um, someone in mind that we desire to benefit from the good things that we do. Occasionally, it it will be, and, and rightly so, for our own sanctification. But it helps, I think it helps us grow in charity and it helps us grow in generosity to have someone in mind that I'm offering this up for. For whom are you offering up this sacrifice? For whom are you offering up this patience under difficulty? For whom are you offering up this this work, this labor, this stress? For whom are you offering up this mass, this prayer, this rosary, these stations? For whom are you offering up your Lent? Have someone in mind. could be a list of people, but at any given moment, have, have someone in mind. Lord, help this person, bless them, heal them. Make them whole, bring them to heaven. And then the, the what and the "how," that, all of that takes care of itself. But when you have a "why," when you have a purpose, when you have someone you love whose who's, who's goodness you're willing to suffer for, then not, all of this is, is joy. And what becomes a, what, what started, perhaps, is a drudgery becomes a great delight. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs)